Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 89, verses 1 through 4. I will sing of the Lord's loyal love forever. I will proclaim your faithfulness with my own mouth from one generation to the next. That's why I say, your loyal love is rightly built forever. You establish your faithfulness in heaven. You said, I made a covenant with my chosen one. I promised my servant David I will establish your offspring forever. I will build up your throne from one generation to the next. Today's Old Testament reading comes from Judges 4, verses 8 through 24. Barak replied to her, If you'll go with me, I'll go, but if not, I won't go. Deborah answered, I'll definitely go with you. However, the path you're taking won't bring honor to you because the Lord will hand over Sisera to a woman. Then Deborah got up and went with Barak to Kedesh. He summoned Zebulun and Naphtali to Kedesh, and 10,000 men marched out behind him. Deborah marched out with him too. Now Heber the Kenanite had moved away from other Kenites, the descendants of Hobab, Moses' father-in-law, and had settled as far away as Elin Bezaaninim, which is near Kedesh. When it was reported to Sisera that Barak, Abinoam's son, had marched up to Mount Tabor, Sisera summoned all of his 900 iron chariots and all of the soldiers who were with him from Harasheth Hagoyim to the Kishon River. Then Deborah said to Barak, Get up. This is the day that the Lord has handed Sisera over to you. Hasn't the Lord gone out before you? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor with 10,000 men behind him. The Lord threw Sisera and all the chariots and army into a panic before Barak. Sisera himself got down from his chariot and fled on foot. Barak pursued the chariots and the army all the way back to Harosheth Hagoyim, killing Sisera's entire army with the sword. No one survived. Meanwhile, Sisera had fled on foot to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite, because there was peace between Hazor's king Jabin and the family of Heber the Kenite. Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Come in, sir, come in. Don't be afraid. So he went with her into the tent, and she hid him under a blanket. Sisera said to her, Please, give me a little water to drink. I'm thirsty. So she opened a jug of milk, gave him a drink, and hid him again. Then he said to her, Stand at the entrance to the tent. That way if someone comes and asks you, Is there a man here? You can say, No. But Jael, Heber's wife, picked up a tent stake and hammer. While Sisera was sound asleep from exhaustion, she tiptoed to him. She drove the stake through his head and down into the ground, and he died. Just then, Barak arrived after chasing Sisera. Jael went out to meet him and said, Come, and I'll show you the man you're after. So he went in with her, and there was Sisera lying dead with the stake through his head. So on that day, God brought down Canaan's king Jabin before the Israelites. And the power of the Israelites grew greater and greater over Canaan's king Jabin until they defeated him completely. Today's New Testament reading comes from Revelation 20, verses 7 through 15. When the thousand years are over, Satan will be released from his prison. He will go out to deceive the nations that are at the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog. He will gather them for battle. Their number is like the sand of the sea. 
They came up across the whole earth and surrounded the saints' camp, the city that God loves. But fire came down from heaven and consumed them. Then the devil, who had deceived them, was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet also were. Their painful suffering will be inflicted upon them day and night, forever and always. Then I saw a great white throne, and the one who is seated on it. Before his faith, both earth and heaven fled away, and no place was found for them. I saw the dead, the great and the small, standing before the throne, and scrolls were opened. Another scroll was opened too. This is the scroll of life. And the dead were judged on the basis of what was written in the scrolls about what they had done. The sea gave up the dead that were in it, and death and the grave gave up the dead that were in them, and people were judged by what they had done. Then death and the grave were thrown into the fiery lake. This, the fiery lake, is the second death. Then anyone whose name wasn't found written in the scroll of life was thrown into the fiery lake. Today's gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 17, verses 1 through 13. Six days later, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, and brought them to the top of a very high mountain. He was transformed in front of them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as light. Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with Jesus. Peter reacted to all of this by saying to Jesus, Lord, it's good that we're here. If you want, I'll make three shrines, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, look, a bright cloud overshadowed them. A voice from the cloud said, This is my son, whom I dearly love. I am very pleased with him. Listen to him. Hearing this, the disciples fell on their faces, filled with awe. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. Once they were coming down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, Don't tell anyone about the vision until the human one is raised from the dead. The disciples asked, Then why do the legal experts say that Elijah must come first? Jesus responded, Elijah does come first and will restore all things. In fact, I tell you that Elijah has already come. And they didn't know him. But they did to him whatever they wanted. In the same way, the human one is also going to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples realized he was telling them about John the Baptist. the fire that leads me through the 
The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead in the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. Let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with the closing words of the psalm that opened our time together, Psalm 89. Bless the Lord forever. Amen and amen. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Follow You Anywhere, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.